Let's do it. Welcome to another episode of the Whack'em and Pack'em podcast, baby. This is your host, you know, the big Chad Pillar, and I got my man, my man. What's happening, folks? Hey, it's a black mamba out there is here, and we're ready to get down and talk another podcast with you people. And saying hello, 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 hello. Yeah. The Ebony and Ivory team is back. In the house, baby. Woo-hoo. In the house. Hey, guys, this is another good one because now this is part two of our deer camp Absolutely. in Oregon. But we're not in deer camp. We're in, we're in Glendora, but it's all good. We're going to just good, tell dude. What you. What a guys, great time. Oh, what a, a great, great freaking oh, experience. Huh? Oh, Lord. But first, let's talk about the partners that believe in this podcast First, guys, go check out Mountain Bound Hunt Co., baby. Yeah. Ooh. They just invented the new, the new state of the art dog kennels, Dwight. Ruff, oh, my. Oh, yeah. These dog kennels are legit, guys. Check them out. Save your dog some love. Didn't they have that cool dog? Ella Cool Dog. Ella <laughs> See, I'm cool. thinking about dogs, right? <laughs> Didn't Ella Cool J come out with like, uh, oh, I need love. Remember that oh, song? Yes. I need love. <laughs> <laughs> That's what your dog would be singing when they see that kennel. Go out, check them out, dude. Get yourself a kennel. They got shed hangers, dude. They're invite, inventing all kinds of stuff, Dory. Hey, dude, you know what? Those dog kennels they have right there, dude. Those dogs are going to be so comfortable when it's time to go hunt, they may not even come out. <laughs> come here, Scout. Come here, Scout. Oh, uh, Scout ain't coming. Because <laughs> they're that badass, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, these things got awesome mattresses, guys. They got LEDs. Uh, they got USB ports. Hey, I was talking to Mark, dude, and I think that they should hook up and then talk to Zach from Last Lights, right? Yeah. I mean, oh, my God, that's their other part. Like, ah, yeah. Dude. Dude, they these things are badass though, yeah. and their shed hangers are badass. Dude, we are getting one for our new freaking studio, dude. Ooh. Oh, I talked to Mark. Oh, we're gonna put one in the studio, huh? Oh, we're going we studio. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're. Wait, gonna... I guess we won't be messing up Judy's house. Oh, no yeah, more. We, we put... thanks though, Judy. We oh Lord, <laughs> we're putting up deer heads, refrigerators. Oh, who knows? We might even get a freaking. Couch, I don't know. Why not? No, huh? uh, you we'll hang out. <laughs> yeah, dude, why not? We'll make it the man cave. Absolutely, Ooh. absolutely. Uh, over <laughs> Hey, we need a kennel inside there. Oh, that would. Oh, be cool. dude. Yeah. Could you? Oh, I have an idea. Oh, I bet you do. Oh my gosh! Instead of just having a table in there, we could get a kennel in there. Yeah. And just freaking set our cast on top of the kennel. <laughs> oh, that would be sick, right? Absolutely. That with a little shed hanger. Woo! Exactly. Bing. Mm-hmm. That was like the light bulb popping. Check out Mountain Bound Hunt Code. They're also going to be at the RMEF Cowboy Christmas in Las Vegas. 
Woo! December 6th and the 17th, baby. Boo! Through 2320. Wait, wait. 23200. Zero. And that's December 6th through the 17th. What did I say? You said 6th and 17th. Oh, oh, December. <laughs> and you know, you know what they December. say in Vegas, right, Dwight? Happens <laughs> in Vegas. Stays, stays in Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. <sighs> Check them out, dude. And also, their guys are, they're at the Hunt Expo, too, Dwight. And I hope, uh, the, and hope they leave some woo. of those kennels at the, in Vegas show. I hope some of the people out there that have the dogs at Pheasant Hunt, Quail Hunt, all the other wonderful stuff. Did, did, did I tell you? Did I tell you, I gave these guys, I was over at the watering hole, okay, and these guys came in, and one dude was wearing some fluorescent orange, not for painters or anything like that, but he was wearing a long sleeve and had that hunter orange, fluorescent orange on his shirt, and me being me, just like you, hey, you guys been hunting? Guy goes, yeah, he goes out there, up there in this one area where uh, they were up there doing quails, quail season opened this past weekend, and we got to talking and everything else, and I gave him a couple stickers. So hopefully those guys, I can't remember your names that are hunting, but he had some kennels, and the first thing I was telling him, I said, hey, listen, just listen to the podcast. We got these kennels that sponsor us and everything else, and maybe be something you guys may be interested in. So, hey, you guys that have those dogs that are out there doing doing the doing the Lord's work, fetching your birds for you, your ducks or whatever you want to call it, you're hunting for, hey, like Chad said, Give them a little bit of comfort. Let them feel. Let them feel real nice yeah. and, and appreciated. I know you feed them and and you treat them like a like a, a derby horse going into Kentucky Derby. But hey, you know what? Give them a nice place while they're not at home. Yeah. Give them a home away from home oh, to sleep in. Yeah, they're dope. Check mm -hmm. out them. They're also going to be in Salt Lake's uh, Utah, do at the Salt Lake Palace. Also, Dwight. Oh, okay. Uh, I believe it's like February 6th or 8th. I'm not sure. Right. I don't have my notes again. We'll get you the right dates if you're no, out there. But you're hey, out there. you guys, uh, when you guys check it out, just check out the credits. It'll be in there. But I believe it's like th Boof 3368. It's uh, just a couple days uh, expo. It's the Hunt Expo in Salt Lake at the Salt Lake Palace. Check them out, dude. I don't know. It's going to be a good one. Get out there. Get at least some shed hangers, dude, for you. I know all you guys do some shed hanging and all that good stuff. Uh, dude, we're probably not going to – maybe we'll have a bone on ours. Cause right. I talked to Mark. He said he's going to give us one for the studio. No, cool. So, cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what we'll have one. Probably like our keys or something. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta, I don't know, dude, because we're, we're not shed hunters, dude. No, but, we're not. You know what I mean? But, hey, maybe Mark will throw in a couple sheds, too. I know you're listening, Mark. No, you are, Marky That's a hint. Mark. That's a hint. <laughs> get that scout to get us a couple bones. You'll have him pick up. Cause this guy, he's a shed hunter. He, well, how about that one guy, you know, that we talked to? Or even that one guy went oh, on Wes? that. Yeah, Wes. Oh. And probably even that one guy that went on that fishing trip with Mendez. Oh, dude. Uh, Eric. Came, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm, a, I'm talking to him. Yes. Uh, I'd like to get Eric on. Uh, Eric Chesner, by the way. And, and, and probably he may send us a couple oh, sheds. You know what I'm saying? Then we'd put him on that. Shed hanger for yeah, our studio because we're going to have a pimped out studio. Yes, absolutely. I'm so excited. Anyway, guys, check out Mountain Bound Hunt Co. These guys are legit. Mark and Trev, they're freaking humble ass dudes. Great guys. Yeah, dude. Yeah. This, we, everybody, hey, you know what they say? Support all your people, dude. Right. Your local small guys. I mean, yeah, dude. Small guys trying to come up. Yeah, dude. So you know, check absolutely. these guys out, dude. Uh, and and just take care of these guys like you take care of everybody. You know, like, you know, like you guys are all buying shit from people you don't know, and famous people, and all that stuff. These guys at least care. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. check out Mountain Bound Hunt Co. Also check out Last Lights, dude. Oh man, 
Dude, they got the light ropes. They got the light battery. They got the freaking box lights. I mean, yeah. they do. They now got a, a light heated vest, dude. They got heated vest, all kinds of seven levels. Wow. They sold out those fast, dude. Oh, wow. yeah. Oh, dude. They got a good lighting system, dude. That's cool. They got the headlamps. I mean, they got all kinds of good stuff, dude. Check out, <laughs> check them out, dude. I mean, these headlamps last a long time, too. Yeah. I, I charged mine up, dude, and used it, dude. And whew, I use it all the time, right. dude. USB charging. I mean, it's not oh, okay. battery. I mean, it's they're legit, dude. And they last, and the aluminum's is like crazy. I mean, daylight, like daylight. daylight. God said, "Let there be light." Whoop, whoop. And these guys are lighting it up. Yes, dude. <laughs> hey, and also check out the OGs, baby. Yes. The OG of saddles, Wild Edge Inc., baby. Yeah. Uh, we just had those guys on, right? Oh, dude, we just got Amazing. done podcasting with them. Yeah. So yeah. you guys are hearing this. You heard it last week, but we just got done. We're doing a back-to-back because Dwight's going up to a 50th party, and he comes back, got to go to Oregon. But we don't want to disappoint you guys. So that's right. why we're doing back-to-back PDs today. Podcast, baby. Yes, 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 yes. So check out Wild Edge, dude. You guys want to elevate your game, dude? Oh, and you will elevate your game. All day long. Dude, they are the OGs, dude. The saddles. Go out there. They got sales. Check out their website, wildedgeinc.com. Get yourself some steps. Get yourself a platform. Get yourself some ropes. Well, you definitely need the ropes and saddle, but right. <laughs> and, yes, the, and the steps. You need those. You need that items. Get yourself. Check them out, dude. Um, we're rocking the berserker, uh, the steps. We got the ropes. We got the tether. And we also got the battle axe platform. That's what we're rocking, dude, and and I love them, dude. I'm, and, they're, and they're great. And you know what? Another thing too is for all you guys out there, especially in California, and we're not we're not dismissing you guys on different parts of the state or different parts of the country, but uh, those who have been buying those saddles from them uh, because you've heard us on podcasts pushing their stuff. Hey, want to thank you. Thank you so much. They want to thank you. If you missed the last week's podcast and you didn't hear them reaching out to you, Californians. He, he they wanted to say thank you. He goes, uh, he has never ever since he's been developing these things and and building these things that he's never had so many saddles coming out to California before. We're bringing it and, to the West, and I'm just telling you, we hope it's because of us, and we want to keep it going. And the thing is, is that hey, thanks again for hooking them up. And if you need anything, and you can't, you can get a hold of them because they're easily and readily accessible. If you got an issue or whatever, but if you got an issue, you want to give us a jingle or, or a direct message, just give us that direct message. And we'll make sure things happen because we're right. only going to we're only going to have people on it that we have as sponsors. We're going to we're only going to have the best. We're going to have people who are going to have good service, and they have it both. So they got quality stuff and great service. So hey, veteran owned in house. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh dude, yeah, made by hand, brother. Woo! It by hand, so nitty gritty. Yeah, man, sweat and tears, you blood, got it. sweat and tears, and, and, bro. And, and we haven't came up to it yet, but we also said on last week's podcast we're gonna do a raffle. Anybody that gets a saddle from Wild Edge, dude, and you guys, you're automatically gonna get one raffle ticket. I'm upping it. I'm upping it again, Dwight. Right. One raffle ticket entry if you buy a saddle setup, okay? Because you know why. The second raffle ticket is when you tag us in that tree, whack them and pack them podcast, you automatically get two because I know you bought one. That's why I get you one. And I'm giving you another one. And you know what, Dwight? We're going to do, we're going to give away by the next podcast when you guys list next week, when you guys hear this, 
we will announce what we're going to give it. Yeah. So that's why we don't know because we're doing back-to-back podcasts on this trip right here. But And we got, we're going to try to put something together. Uh, and it's going to be nice. It's going to yeah. be to where you're like, oh, shit. Yes. I'm going to get a saddle because I want to up my game. I want to kill some shit. I want to harvest some meat and some stuff for my family. And I'm going to be safe as could be. I'm going to be totally safe in this saddle. I'm going to get to go home to my family, by the way. I'm not going to fall out of a tree. There's no way to fall out of a tree. You're safe, and you're comfortable, and you're going to elevate your game. And now you know, like, oh, shit, I'm in a raffle. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know what, Dwight? I like getting in raffles. Absolutely. I might just want to buy another saddle for my kid just so I can get in a raffle. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's like crazy, dude. I like raffles. <laughs> Check out Wild Edge, dude. Get yourself something. Go over to their website. And you already entered, dude, because you know what? We have a good relationship with Ryan and Drew, and they're going to tell us everybody from California that gets one, and we're putting everybody in it, dude. Somebody's going to win something freaking spectacular, dude. So next week, when you guys are listening to this right now, which you are, hi. So check it out. (laughs) Next week when you come back onto the podcast, which is next Monday, because you know what? We're going to be consistent, and we're always going to be here every Monday. You will heal the. You're definitely going to hear the ebony and ivory mm-hmm. of the podcast world, right, Dwight? Absolutely, ebony and ivory. Yeah, dude, what's us, baby? We're the new and approved ebony and ivory podcast. Woo, whack them and pack them, tag us, dude. Any of you guys, and we're gonna get some things together. And uh, woo, you'll be happy. I'll be happy. Everybody will be happy, right, Dwight? Absolutely. Absolutely, and we are, we want to make you happy. We want to share some stuff with you. So I'm telling you, it's going you're going to be have a blast. Whatever it is we have to give. So Come check in. it out, Dwight. So every week, people have been just like tagging me now, tagging. Well, not me, but tagging the 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 podcast that Whack 'Em and Pack 'Em podcast. They've been tagging it. Pictures of animals that they harvested. So I just made it a point to myself that. You guys tag us, and you that means you, you follow. Right. That means you're a supporter. Right. Well, you know what? We're supporters, too. Absolutely. So anybody that tags us and they harvest something, I'm shouting them out. I don't give a crap, dude. I, I can do what I want. Right. Anyway, yeah, right? It's your show. <laughs> 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 hey, I, and, and it's just about something like, you know, like, thank you. You know yeah. what I mean? You know what I mean? You don't have to fucking believe in us, and you do, and we believe in you guys. So I'm going to – here's a couple shout-outs, dude. Some people that got it. I know you guys, they're hearing this right now because – these people actually listen to the podcast. And I know you guys are hearing this and you harvest your animals a couple of weeks ago, but I just can't do everybody on one podcast. <laughs> right. Then we may so, have nothing to talk about. Yeah. Oh, well, we will. But. <laughs> yeah, we know. I know that. <laughs> hey, so first I want to shout out his name's Eddie. He didn't want to give me his last name for whatever. Weirdo. <laughs> I'm just Sorry. kidding. Eddie. You're not a weirdo. But he goes by uh, Eddie, like Lone Wolf, Ruby, Ruby. Ruby Doe or Ruby Co, the Jeep or whatever. Ah, this guy, he's a grinder, dude. And he finally went and got his first black bear. Wow. Yes, dude. He finally got one. He's been grinding it out for several years, Dwight, and just never got one, right? Right. He finally uh, didn't he, give up. Didn't give up. He didn't give up. He connected. Well, check it out. That was a few weeks back that he did get it, okay? Right. By then, he's already went and filled another deer tag. Nice. Yeah, he went out and he's already. Dude, he's on a roll. Eddie, you're on a roll, brother. Hey, Keep it up, dude. You're the grinder, dude. Like, yeah. Next. Uh, oh, yeah. Woo! Big shout out to Olaf and Paula. I hope I said your name right. Paula or Paola. It's Paula. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, dude, they, I don't know exactly whether they're down like Orange County or whatever. Okay. Right? 
but they follow the podcast. They follow mm-hmm. us on Instagram, and I talk to them back and forth. They're by actually looking into buying the Wild Edge saddle as well, dude. Cool. They went out to Texas, Dwight. Both of them got pigs. Nice. Oh, dude, nice pigs, too. Wow. Nice pigs. They both got pigs, and also she shot a nice little ram, dude, All right. out there in Texas, dude. And mm-hmm. you know what? I've seen them already. They They did their own butchering. Oh, they, really? They packed their own meat, dude. Okay? They wow. did all that, dude. Oh, Lord almighty. And she's already been showing on Instagram uh, ways to cook it. Cool. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. So sooner or later, we're going to get this power couple on. Cool. And we're going to talk about hunting, fishing. They got a, uh, not fishing, hunting, cooking, maybe fish. I don't, we'll talk about whatever, but... They got a new camper shell. Uh, it's crazy how they have in the truck. They're travelers. They hunt. I mean, that's awesome. And, and it's great to watch. I enjoy watching these two hunt. Right. It's like, yeah, I like it, dude. I like Good. following people that follow me, and they're they're interesting. Yeah, they're Absolutely. not they're not like oh, okay, get a bag of chips. Yeah, no, <laughs> they're doing it. They're out there hustling. They're out there grinding. I yeah. talk to them all the time, dude. They're out there. Oh, they go hunting. I ask them where they're at, what they're doing. Like, do they hit? They hit me up for advice. I give it to them. Like oh, the best I, I can. Right. I'm not saying I'm the best, but I think I know what the you know. If I give you some advice, I know what's up. But dude, they both were able to get on the board. Nice. And now they're trying to grind out this deer season with general, and we'll get it done. But <laughs> hey, big shout out to you guys for getting those pigs and rams and all that good stuff. Next, hey, you remember Austin Caldwell, dude? He's the guy that shot, ah, freaking, what was that deer's name? Maverick? No, not Maverick. Oh, the, the Matrix. Mm. Remember that guy? He, a couple weeks back, right. maybe, I don't know, episode four, five, six, seven, right. one right. of those episodes. Right. He shot that deer, and uh, great, cool dude. He's a humble right. dude, right? Right. Him and his dad, dude, they go out to South Dakota. They draw antelope tags. They go out, him and his dad, and that's cool already. Right. I mean, that raw, Father, son. Yeah, oh, my God. I, I mean, I would take it. I would do anything to hunt with my dad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love to hunt with my dad. I know what you mean. So this guy and his dad, they shoot out to fucking South Dakota. Antelope tags. Both of them got one. Nice. Congrats. Oh, dude. Yeah, Congrats. dude. Congrats. Austin. He never gave me his dad's name, but hey, congratulations, Pops. Pops. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me see. Maybe do I have any more? Let me see. Oh, I do. I got one more. Oh. You remember the long... It's funny that this is cool because they follow us. Right. And we already had them on the cast. Remember the longbower? Buana yeah. Bows? Yes. Mark Sasser from Buana Bows. Y'all, this guy is as traditional as they get, right? That dude is a grinder, Woo! bro. With a traditional Yes. Oh. oh, his story with... Oh, that he is amazing. Right? He is amazing. Oh, yeah. super. Yeah. So yes. he, go, he goes out a week ago. And he shoots a fucking tank, dude. Nice. Another one. Nice. Oh, this guy, he gets yeah. big deer with traditional bows. Yeah, oh, my God, he yeah. does. I don't know what episode that was, but I tell you what, you guys, if whatever episode that was, go through it and look at it, but listen to his stories and stuff. That dude was amazing. He is amazing. And it was just a pleasure to have that guy on. Oh, dude. Dude, wasn't it? I mean, it was like, I mean, just listening. I think he did most of the talking, right? Yeah. <laughs> Good dude. Because we love listening to his stories. Oh, I like listening to everybody's yeah, stories. Yeah. That was amazing. Hey, dude, and 
He shot it with his own bow, Boana Bows. Right. Check out BoanaBows.com, or uh, maybe it's not .com, but it's Boana Bows. Right. And IG, I'll put it down, too, it, I mean, because everybody in the, uh, that I announce, I tag them and all that stuff. And, but check out Boana Bows, dude. This guy did it again. And, you know, people always say, like, ah, oh, dude, you got a deer. <laughs> got lucky. Well, when you go back to back to back to back to back, and all, you're doing it with traditional... Oh, yo! It's not back to back. It ain't no. luck anymore. Oh, listen! I mean, look! Remember how he snuck up on that tree, belly crawled all up to, <laughs> was able to get right behind the tree, get with ten yards. Well, yeah, good. Remember how? Uh, oh, I can't wait to hear this story. Oh, no doubt, oh, dude! I want to hear this story. Oh, dude. Yeah. oh, one day we'll have to have another camp with him, and mm-hmm. we'll figure it out. Oh, dude! I'm I'm sure we could do another two oh, hours with that guy. Yeah. He's like a book of knowledge. Yes, dude. Yeah, yes, he absolutely. Is. And you know, for a guy that doesn't shoot. You know, traditional like me. Right. I, I want to get a Boana bow. Yeah. You know, Mark, send us some Boana bows. <laughs> we will be. You'll be our mentor, dude. We'll, <laughs> me, you, and Dwight. We'll go out. We'll be the three amigos. Absolutely. Uh, we'll, hey, even if I shot a doe with one, right? I'll be like, oh, just to get that close. You got to put in some work. Yeah, and I would think, oh, right. Well, to shoot something like he shot. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Dwight. Oh Lord. Hey, well. Good job, Mark. We appreciate the you know the post and all that good stuff, dude. Nice buck, by the way, too, brother. Oh, nice one. He better be going on the wall, also. <laughs> yes, I bet you he is. Oh yeah, down the wall and in the freezer. <laughs> hey, so Dwight, all the biz out of the way, all the good goody goodies. Don't forget our veterans. Don't forget our veterans. Don't, Don't say it. You forget do it. our veterans, baby. I just tell you again how much we love you. We freaking love you, and you know. We know there's a little bit of action, a little bit of stuff going on over there in Israel and stuff, and and and, and the government is now <clears throat> deployed so many to be real close in the area, being prepared and everything else for what we don't know is going to happen. But, hey, I know you guys are leaving your families. We don't know how long it's going to be. Thanksgiving is coming up, and you left everything behind for what? For us, for this country, for our freedoms, for our freedom to hunt and freedom to live and freedom to have the right to do what it is that we want to do. And so I just want to say to all you veterans, again, those that are still doing it, those who are retired from it, and those that have lost their lives for it, we want to tell you thank you, thank you, thank, thank you, you again, 100%. I'm proud both, of the American. Both of our parents, his dad and my dad, both were veterans. So I tell you what, we have nothing but utmost respect for them. And we still love them, and we love our veterans. I'm telling you, all day long. So shout out to you veterans. Keep it up. Thank you, thank you, and thank you. Thank you, America, baby. Mm -hmm. Because you know what, Dwight? Without them, we wouldn't live in the best freaking country country ever, dude. Right? Ever. There is no other country. It feels good to be a red, white, and blue. All day long. Oh, my God. I should start playing a star uh, star banner. Oh, well, to stand up and start crying because I get teary-eyed every time I hear that because I feel freaking blessed to be in this fucking greatest country Mm -hmm. ever. Thank you. Thank you, veterans. Woo! Thank you. So you know what, Dwight? Part two, baby. Hey, you know what, Dwight? It wouldn't be the same if we don't give me and you the same intro, right? <laughs> Let's hear it for it. <laughs> me and you, Dwight. There it is. Baby. There it is. What a time. Oh. What a great, great adventure. You know, I got this little back injury going on and everything else and stuff, but we still made it and made it a wonderful time. Great time. 
it was very pleasurable. I mean, I was able to get back up to my place and just kind of make sure the house and everything and trying to get a heater fixed in the place. But overall, we didn't spend enough time there. Oh, like, we um, sure didn't. Let's just, but before we jump to the old wheeler, let's just rewind it for everybody because I'm sure you guys heard on the you know the Good Pastor podcast, which was like two weeks ago, how the whole thing went down. But I don't give a shit. You're gonna hear it again. <laughs> <laughs> me and me because it was a blast. Yeah, so me and Big D Wizzle over here, we're out there in Canada hunting bears, and. Day one of our bear hunt, we're getting ready going on. We're like literally like loading up the quads <laughs> to drive. And Dwight gets a call from old good pastor saying like, oh, dude, you want to hunt this property? We got to put in. It's a draw, but we can draw it. Guaranteed. Guaranteed draw if you got to put in it. Okay. Well, I wasn't too sure about it. Dwight made me sure about it. <laughs> that ain't no one. Oh, Lord. I told him, he goes, ah, let me think. I go, don't worry about it. It's all good, bro. We, you're, you're, you're gone. gone. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got good buddy Bob Stewart to go. Absolutely. That's one of the, one of the fellas that you may we may have talked about once before, but he was one of the good old boys that we met. We went to our uh, New Mexico hunt in Chama. Him and Scott. They're yeah. just amazing guys. Amazing guys. And basically... We tried to, you know, we good pasture only had three spots. And so we basically said, all right, well, we're going to go. And then Scott and Bob decided which one of them were going to go. And Bob decided, or they both decided, okay, that uh, that Bob was going to go. And so it was it was on, mm. right? Oh, and we all put in. Yeah. Dwight missed the first day of hunting, though, but we all put in. And that was it. That was all the thing. Then we didn't hear anything for a little bit. Then all of a sudden, uh, I think like a couple of weeks later, I got an email saying like, oh, yeah, you got tagged. Right. You, know, you got you got drawn. Yeah. So next thing you know, I, I look and well, now we're going to Eastern Oregon. Yeah. Unit 44. Yeah. Columbian Basin. Yeah. We're going to hunt. Yes, we are. So we make our plans to go. Right, Dwight? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, go ahead. I'll let you finish. And go ahead. You go, you, you, no, you I'll, let, I'll let you and then I'll be, add to it. Go ahead. <laughs> well, so go ahead. originally when we were going to go, Dwight wanted to fly. Right. He did, right, Dwight? You yeah. wanted to fly. You're like, oh, yeah. fly, 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 fly. And you know what? Lately on some trips, Dwight spoiled the shit out of me with flying because <laughs> business class or first class, I know everyone's like, oh, that. No, it's worth the extra hundred, two hundred dollars. Yeah, yes, son of a bitch, because dude, you get free food, you get to go in all the lounges. <laughs> uh, oh, dude, it's like nice, right? So we were we get picked to go to this hunt. Dwight's like, oh, I'm gonna fly. Well, I'm like, dude, you, there's a problem. It's a so I, it, so everybody they say, oh, dude, it's a rifle, it's a rifle tag, guys. Okay, right. we, we it's a rifle hunt. I'm like, I'm a bow hunter. Everybody knows me as a bow hunter. I hardly, oh hunt, I hardly hunt with a gun. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, never do. Exactly. That was yeah, the first time. Out. That was the first time me seeing you hold a rifle. <laughs> exactly. So hey, we'll get into that because I was like thinking, like, hey, this guy ain't shooting this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I say, oh, dude, only guns I got are my dad's. Well, my dad passed away, so now like the new laws and everything, like you can't travel. On, I mean. Right. I was worried about, like, I go check in on the airplane and uh, they find out it ain't my gun and yeah. then they keep it. And, like, your dad needs to come get it. Well, guess what? My dad ain't pretty much coming to get it. So now yeah. we lose that rifle. And I just, it, I just wasn't having it. No, and <laughs> I, which you're absolutely correct. 
So we decide we're going to drive because yeah. now we take a rifle. You know what I mean? Right. Then, not long story short, I didn't even take the rifle I had. <laughs> I was lucky that a, a good buddy Cam, he loaned me a 6'5 Creedmoor. Now, I know everybody talks shit about, but hey, it worked this time. Yeah. And guess what? I didn't forget my ammo. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and the crazy part about it too is that Go Good Pasture was going, and and he found out that we're we're driving, and I don't have a rifle, and Good Pasture said, "Say go go to my come to my house, take all my stuff up there in that big ass coffin." And the coffin. Oh, my so, gosh, guys. And this so, cooler is something else. And dude. he says, Dwight, he goes, because we're going to bring back Bob's meat, my meat, Chad's meat, and Good Pasture's meat. Bringing it all back. So anyway, uh, we get all this stuff, and we're ready to rock and roll and everything else. And, you know, in the beginning, I tell Chad, he finds out, okay, how long is the drive? I said, dude, it's like a 16-hour drive, whatever else. And I said, look, bro, well, this is what we're going to do. I said, look, we're going to leave a day early. And so we can go do this. We'll stop in Eugene. We'll do 12 hours. So Chad's looking at me like I've lost my freaking mind. Because, you know, I mean, Chad's a painter. Every day he works is when he gets paid. So that's a day of work he ain't going to get paid for because he's doing, the, you know, he's a contractor. So I could tell the look on his face. He was like, <sighs> you know, he just wanted to do the straight 16. But he bought off on it and everything else. And and on the road, we went. All right. Woo! Did we go. And I ate and I just came off of working like 30 hours. Yeah. And then we're cranking out that cabinet job. I mean, how was do beat? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we, but we still left like, yeah. three in the morning. Three in the morning. We yep. were gone. <laughs> gone, then. Did that full 12-hour drive, stopped in Eugene. And that was a place where my wife and kids, my family, was. that's where we would go. We would drive the 12 hours. Cause before, I would drive the whole 16 up to the house. And I realized a few years afterwards, after doing that drive, I was, I was endangering myself and the family. And I told my wife, I said, you know, maybe we'll just do 12 hours, stop in Eugene, let the kids go swimming. We get a good night's sleep and we can drive the four hours the next day to the house, which is nice and cool. You know, it's not it's, it's not a bad ride for us. And so that's exactly what we did. We stopped in Eugene and, uh, well, hell, we stopped at a buddy's restaurant. Oh, a Cambodian oh my. restaurant, oh, right? Never had that food ever, dude. Ever. Me neither. Oh, dude, never had any... Cambodian, Cambodian. No, I have never had it. None, me neither. Nope. And so basically, we we stopped at a friend's restaurant, had a nice meal, right? And, nice cold dude, beers, and, and oh, drinks. Oh, I mean, amazing. And the food was freaking amazing. Yes, like, I came yes. back and told my wife, like, "Hey, dude, I, <laughs> my wife's Filipino, right? Okay, I'm like, hey, we got to try some Cambodia food." <laughs> and she's right. like, well, "What the fuck? Where do you eat that at?" I go, "Oh, up in Eugene, Oregon." She's like. Let me get this straight. <laughs> in Eugene, Oregon, of all places, you stopped and had Cambodian food? Like, we live around probably freaking little Cambodia. Yeah, right? absolutely, right? Hey, dude, the food was amazing, amazing. guys. I oh. wish I had the title of, that food, uh, title of the restaurant or whatever else. For those who are listening to us up in Washington, or the fact is, I'm sorry, Washington, in, in Oregon, mm -hmm. or those who are, who are traveling up that way, hey, if, you haven't, if you've never had... Cambodian food. What is it, it called? Like Anglar or something? Something. It I'd have something to look like that. Yeah, I'd have to look it yeah. up. But I tell you what, the hospitality, the the, the service, the food, everything. It's a it's a mom and pop 
restaurant, mm-hmm. and these are hardworking people. But the only crazy funny part was <laughs> you kind of just look back into the kitchen, right? The and brother, what did you see? There's a brother back there cooking Cambodian food. And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, man, that's kind of weird, but the food came out amazing, tasted great. Yeah. I tried a different beer because, you know, like over here, it's like old good old CLs, you right, know, right. when the mountains are blue. Yep. It's good hey, to go. I just, anytime I travel, though, I get a beer that's over there. Yeah, you do. Because of the fact that I can get Coors Light anywhere. Right. That's, that, that is true. Every every place that we have gone, he always tries to get the local beer or the beer that, that's manufactured or something. And he just, every beer, there's not one beer that he's had in different states or different countries, like in Africa, that he did not like the beer. The beer was good and delicious. Yeah. Oh, and I can't remember the name of the beer, but it was like an IPA. But we ate there, had, had a couple, maybe just one drink. Yeah. We only think we had one drink right. because we still had to continue. Right. About like five miles. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. five miles. Right. But, and then we got that hotel. Right. We stayed at, Dwight got, got a nice uh, hotel for us. Absolutely. We checked in this hotel. He goes, dude, we're going to go right across the the street, which is not really across the street, it was really across the parking lot right. <laughs> to this place. And I can't remember that place either. No, me neither. <laughs> Super cool. Yeah. We went in for some cocktails. Oh, man, almighty. You could buy your own mug. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Dude. You could have your own mug, dude. Yeah, with and your name hang, on it. And, and they, they hang, hang it. it on the ceiling. Yeah. And when anytime you come in there, they get your they get your glass and serve you out of that glass. Yeah, I mean, that's that was just awesome. Way just cool, awesome. right? Yeah, that and, was awesome. And the beer... There, there was no you. You would look like a freaking fool if you asked for a freaking Budweiser. Oh yeah, you or would. Coors Light. Yeah, you, you would. You know, and, I mean, you look like a dumbass if you get Bud Light anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We all know about that Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no Mike Malarkey here, bitch. <laughs> oh, oh we gosh. had some drinks, dude. Oh, it time. was a great time. And then in the morning, got on the road and hit the road at a decent. I mean, we didn't stay for like. Check out either. Mm-mm. We fucking got up and we rolled out, dude. Yeah, because we had to leave the following day to head out, drive another four to five hours to the hunting grounds, up to the hunting camp that we're at. So I wanted Chad to experience my little place up there in Wheeler, Oregon. I want him to see it. I want him to experience. I want him to have a good time because uh, I've been trying to get that fool to come up there for years, try to get a little salmon fishing. You know, even the fact that you can get over-counter tags for – for elk hunt in that same area, which is right in the area that my house is in, and you forgot to grab me one. And uh, <laughs> reminds me of the pickle, but we'll tell that story a different day. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, uh, we got up there, and I tell you, we were driving through the roads, going through the back way, going, to, going towards Tillamook. Yep. And I tell you what, that... Uh, we're driving through there, and we're not even we're not even to the area where my house is. We're not even to the area in Tillamook. And Chad says to me, which a lot of my friends have said that I've taken up to Oregon to go salmon fish. And Chad goes, "How did your dad find this place?" Now my dad's been gone for eighteen years now, and I tell you what, every one of my friends that I've brought up there to go enjoy this beauty, I told Chad, I said, "You know what? I really don't remember." I don't remember, and I wish I did remember. So make that make that a lesson to you. You know, talk to your elders sometimes. Find out what some of the things they've done and everything else, and you can, you can pass that stuff on to your friends, your family, and everything else. But 
the place is amazing. And the fact is, I couldn't tell him what I couldn't tell him how my dad found the place. You know, but it is a gorgeous, gorgeous, super place. gorgeous. The scenery, everything mm-hmm. else. We make the truck in, dude. Oh, and and, oh, yeah. and and the day before, Dwight tells me like, <laughs> it's after Eugene is another like four, four hours, hours, five hours to his place. Okay, he's telling me, oh, dude. It's kind of like gnarly, dude, to drive at dark through some of these areas to it. And I'm thinking, no, at first I was just like, ah, whatever, dude. <laughs> Fuck it. But I'm already in for the role. We're hanging out, having beers. It didn't we're, It didn't matter. Our plans were already the same. Right. We drove that next morning. And literally, guys, I'm telling you, I remember looking at Dwight. I'm like, yeah. There's no way in hell that we would have could. It's dangerous. Yeah. It was already some of those roads were kind of dangerous in the daylight. Absolutely. Because like I'm trying sharp to sharp turns. Yeah. Everything all, else. Hairpin yeah. turns. Yes. Yes, dude. I mean, blind corners. And you know what? Honestly, was weird is not seeing any dead deer. Only that one. Yeah. We did see one. Just one. Yeah. Maybe coming back though. Yeah. yeah but whatever. But all the way, we never saw any dead deer. Like I thought. Like, dude. I thought we'd see some yeah. because there was areas, dude, that we were driving, and it never. I told you it reminded me of my buddy Ryan's house, right, Ryan yeah, and Keith Chirac out there in Ohio. Yeah. It's like their town in Coshocton, dude. Like we right. would drive down some of these towns, and it's like, yeah, dude, uh, house is like miles away because of the fact that everybody has so much property. Yeah, yes, beautiful scenery, beautiful scenery. You know, one of the things is normally we wouldn't drive through Tillamook, but it was a tradition. And I told Chad, I said, "Listen, bro," I said. We can go straight to the house and we go a different route or whatever else I go, but we've decided that I wanted him to feel the same tradition that my wife and kids and I had started years ago. <clears throat> and that tradition was to stop at the Tillamook Cheese Factory and get some ice cream. It's, it was, and, 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 and I don't want to try to bore you or anything else, but... Uh, oh, you're not boring them. Uh, no, I'm not. But the thing is... Uh, how this tradition started was that we were leaving the house up in Oregon and we're going through Tillamook because we're driving down to Metford to another buddy's property and we're going to spend a few days with him. But a buddy, my buddy Curtis down in Newport beach, he said, Hey, when you go through Tillamook, get him a t-shirt. I said, all right, no problem. No problem. I'll get you a t-shirt. So on the way home, we stopped, it stopped like eight o'clock in the morning, right when the place opens and everything else. And you know, then a man, you you men out there that drive, you know, you go in to get your thing and get out. Well, we get to the Tillamook factory and like my wife and kids say, Well, can we get out? And I'm like, No, 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 just wait here. I'll be right back. I'm not gonna be long. I'm gonna get this shirt and get out. Well, for something for some reason I go inside and for some reason I get this feeling. I don't know what it is, but the feeling is hey, called tell your wife and kids to come inside. And they come inside, they all get a scoop of ice cream. And we go over walking outside of the, walking down out of the exit and everything else. My youngest boy, Elijah, he's stuffing his face with this ice cream. And he looks at me and he goes, you're the best dad ever. <laughs> so ever since then, brothers and sisters, we have made it a point to stop the Tillamook when we come into town, get some ice cream, and when we leave town. So I wanted Chad to experience, have that experience. And I'm so happy that we did that because the fact that we get in there, they were not open yet. Right. So I was already like, oh, I need, I was going to look for some boots. I have some muck boots. I have my water, right. water moccasins that I always call them. You know? Right, right. 
And uh, I had some other, like, construction boots. Right. And I was like, oh, I didn't have time to buy boots. So I want to maybe get boots. I want to look around. Well, the Tillamook wasn't open. Right. Remember? So I said, hey, I seen a big sporting goods store not far from here. They were open. Right. So we Googled it, and they were open. So we yeah. went there. I can't even remember the name of that. I think I think it may have been called Tillamook Tillamook Sporting, sporting goods. goods. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Guys, simple. this is like a mini bass pro shop for you out here. You know what I mean? Cause, yeah. Or uh, little Cabela's. I mean, the thing was nice. We walked in. Everybody friendly, by the way. Yeah. Because remember, we was talking to the fucking people right. about crabbing and all kinds of shit. Because they have everything. Yeah. It wasn't just like, oh, hunting, fishing. No, they had hunting, fishing, camping, crabbing. You remember know? one of the employees was talking about the bears are coming into his yard and eating apples. You remember and then that? We yeah. started talking to that big guy. Yeah. And like, oh, dude. I come around and I'm like, oh, shit. I'm buying this. So I borrowed some shooting sticks from Brad Alvaro from, for one of the ham slams. I borrowed it. Right. And I was like, oh, man, this shooting stick's fucking nice, dude. Yeah. He and, you, and you even said, <clears throat> the ones you bought up there, you even said they were cheaper. Almost half off. Yeah. Compared to Bass Pro Shop. Right. I seen it. I was like, oh, I'm buying one. Yeah, you did. Because I was going to just keep borrowing when I need it because I'm not a rifle hunter. Right. But maybe I'll do, and I'm on a rifle hunt. Right. So I'm thinking I'm buying a shooting stick. Obviously, we didn't need it because right. they had the same freaking ones. Right. But it was the same one that Brad let me use. No, B Rad from Malibu. Right, right. I buy it, right? And then you, oh, we go down and you fucking find a size fucking your 15. Size. I can't even remember the gorilla. Is that the car? Because you said yeah. that. Yeah. And it was some shoes that I've always wanted. I can't even take, describe them anything else, but I've always wanted a pair, and I finally found a and, pair for and my We walked down this way, and, and you, you guys know Dwight. He's a big motherfucker. <laughs> He's big. He tells, I go, how big's your foot? Because I really never knew how big your foot was. He's like, 15? I go, God damn, you got a big motherfucking foot, dude. Yeah, it made him a little nervous about sleeping in the same room with me again after that. Uh, <laughs> I, I spent Africa with you. I seen it. <laughs> it, it the, the, myth, the myth's not there. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> We always get the so the stereotype he's saying ain't there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so he goes, I'm sorry. I go, well, check it out. They got one, one box out of all these shoes was yours. Yep, absolutely. And and it fit. You got yep. it. So it fit them. we leave the we leave the sporting goods. We're like, oh, that's cool. Talk to some guys and everything else, and we rolled out. We went to this Tillamook Cheese Factory. First time for me, guys. First time. We go in. And we're looking for some cheese first. We didn't just go to the ice cream line. <laughs> we didn't. It was like not. You didn't hear the ice cream truck run right. out. We walked in, and dude, it's kind of nice because of the fact that they you could tour it. Yep. They have all kinds of shit on the walls to read. It's nice. We didn't really spend that much time reading it, but I did a little bit. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So we went to the cheese aisle because these. Oh my god, guys. So Dwight's he wants his aged cheese, two thousand twelve. He asked, so we went, we stopped, well, let's rewind real quick. We stopped at another place that he usually goes, and they they had 2019 cheese. Right. So we said, we're going to go down to the factory first. If they don't have it, we'll come back here and get the 19, 2019 aged cheese. cheese. Sharp cheddar. Oh, we went in there, and they had 2012 like a motherfucker. Packed. <laughs> so the white gets, comes in, 
And we start looking at these fucking cheese blocks. And I'm like, oh shit, like they don't mess around. They're like, they're a little, little pricey for a block of cheese. I mean, not that bad, but if, for aged cheese. Right. And I'm telling you right now, for $25 a little block, well worth it. Yeah. It's because delicious. It's, it's amazing. It's the best cheese I've ever ate in my life. Oh, yeah. And, and, yeah. Yeah. Yes. If we had a, a charcuterie board right here, oh, yeah. and we had two different cheeses, yeah. you know, staters or whatever kind of cheese, yeah. and Tillamook, I'll tell you right now, I can tell you, taste the difference. Absolutely. You know, and the crazy part is that if you are a cheese person, you will love it. If you like Tillamook, then you will just lose your freaking mind for that 2012. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Aged cheese, and I tell you, it, it is amazing, amazing. Especially you wine and and sal- wine drinkers and salami and cheese crackers or whatever else, it's perfect for you guys. Oh, that charcuterie board would be off the hook, off the chain. Right? Oh yeah. So Dwight gets his order in, tells the lady, oh, "I want this many cheeses or whatever." She's like, "Oh, I'll just go get it." You don't have to take it out of a little, you know, a little shop rack right there. Okay. Well. I knew what Dwight was getting, so I'm like, I'll just take some of his cheese. <laughs> and he did, but that's besides the point. So while the order's getting made, <clears throat> the lady's in, the young gal, she's going to go get the cheese, and she puts it, she puts it behind the counter, and then that's when Dwight says, let's go over here and get some ice cream. And guys, I know everybody likes ice cream. Everybody does. <laughs> yeah, there ain't too many people I know. I walked working. over there to that thing, and the first thing in my mind, Dwight, was holy shit. <laughs> they had so many different flavors of yeah. ice cream, right? Yeah, because some of those flavors you can't get anywhere else. Just oh. like just like the aged cheese. You can't get that. Oh, you ain't buying the you ain't buying it. So right away I was like, well, I'm not up here to get strawberry or chocolate, Rocky Road. They had all those. Right. I go, I'm gonna get one of these off the wall fucking things. Right. All right. Right. <laughs> It was like blueberry, raffle, raspberry, I mean, waffle, raspberry. I mean, I was like, I'm going to get that. Give me two scoops of that. They put it on there. They don't mess around oh. when it comes to scoops, do they, oh, Chad? No, dude, no. No. I wish now, hindsight, that I would have got two different scoops right. of two different flavors. I mean, uh, not saying what I had, because I, I ate a time I got to the parking lot. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I took the first bite of that ice cream, Dwight. And in my mind, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> this thing is fucking good, dude. Yeah, they make some oh, great cheese. And I was sober. Yeah. Can you imagine going in there, bud? <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine? You might just sit at that table. Can't get a line scoop. <laughs> good thing they don't have a bar in there. <laughs> they may have a milk bar, though. <laughs> <laughs> the ice cream was amazing, dude, right? Yeah. Their, their, their ice cream is nothing but the best. I mean... I, my family used to, we used to drink, we drink, we used to eat dryers. And once we had a taste of Tillamook, there is no other ice cream in our freezer but Tillamook. Ours too. Yeah. Ours too. I'll pay the extra dollar mm-hmm. for a gallon out here. Yeah. But too bad they don't have, when I went back, I even told the wifey, I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> the ice cream I had at Tillamook, she said, what'd you have? I go, oh, dude, it was like a blueberry, <laughs> raspberry, waffle. She's like, what the fuck is that? I go, you ain't getting it here. <laughs> She's like, did you bring some back? No, I didn't bring yeah. any fucking back. <laughs> so we leave that Tillamook, and yep. we, we drive to Dwight's house in Willer. And then we left from a small town to a smaller town, a way smaller town. Yep. I think population maybe 250 maybe. I'm not sure, yeah. So we drive up. We get 
we make that right to go up your thing and like I got excited, dude. Yeah. So like we're driving and you're like, oh, you make it right here. And when we drove up, I was like, oh, this is nice. And then I started thinking like, what house? You know, I, before you uh, said it. And as we were driving up that road further, further, I just, I just no way, <laughs> dude. Dwight, the house is amazing. Thanks, bro. And it's like, guys, this house is like at the top of the hill, almost in the mountains, like yeah. in the forest. You can come out and see forest. It's Oh my God. Yep. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Dwight was telling me all these stories, dude, for years. Come, 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 do this, do this. And I just, I never did it right. You know what I mean? I just pushed out. It's like, ah, it's just Oregon, right? <laughs> the stories he says, and I've already told him, does not do no justice of how this area is because it's that beautiful, dude. It's it gorgeous. That amazing, right? Yeah, nice. Like I said, uh, my dad found it and everything in the house is still belongs to my dad. Everything that's in there is all his stuff. The jukeboxes. Box. Oh dude, it's a nice. So we get into the house. We start. First thing I do is he says, Oh, you, you can stay in this room. I, I unload as fast as I can, except for the big ass fucking coffin right away. <laughs> the cooler coffin. And I didn't hesitate to walk around the whole premises. Right. Like, I wanted to check it out. All right. Dude. Every every corner, every turn, every room. I'm like, oh, 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 oh. This is nice. This is oh, nice, dude. It's the ghetto. It's the getaway of getaways. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Very relaxing. So we unpack, and literally, like, I think we're gonna hang out for a little bit. (laughs) Oh no, 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 no. Dwight says, dude, we're going crabbing. So he takes me to go crabbing for the no, first time. No, 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 no. That's not what happened. He's, you forget stuff. Right? What did I forget? Because, you know, you got to take your friend to the, the local watering hole first for a little bit. Did we go first? Yes, we went there oh, first. We did. Right. Oh, we <laughs> did go over there first. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> knows Dwight, by the way. <laughs> well, ain't too many blacks in this little small town, so automatically they know who's in town. Oh, man. Everybody, wherever we went, they knew Dwight. I'll tell you. Uh, so we went to a place called the Bayway right there in, in town of... Um, nice. um, of uh, Oh my God! Not Manzanita Beach, but in Nahalem, and it's right there. And the owner is and the daughter that's now running the place. I think we had lunch and everything, and we're and I was checking out when the tide was because I wanted to take Chad crabbing. <clears throat> so we spent about an hour, hour and a half there, enjoyed ourselves, and then we're leaving. So <laughs> it's funny. We're we're leaving and everything else, and as we're leaving, we go past, and I'm driving. We go back. We go past my house or the street where my house is on, and Chad goes, "Hey, are we gonna grab the crab uh, crab pots? You know, basically they're crab traps." And I go, "Oh no, dude! I go, you cannot for your first time come out here and use a crab pot because a crab pot, when you use that, as I said, it's a, it's a trap. Basically, the crab go inside this cage, and then they can't get out. Well." What Chad is going to experience, and I'll let him tell you tell that story, but what I wanted Chad to experience, like my kids, my wife, and all my friends have been up there with me, had experience was using a ring. And so I said, uh, no, Chad, you're going, to, you're going to use a ring. He goes, what? I go, yeah, it's a, it's a ring you're going to use. So we head down to, the, down to Kelly's Marina, and we get our little uh, crab rings, and I'll let Chad tell the story because 
you know, I've done it a hundred different times, but now it's Chad's turn to to do it a different a different way. So we go inside. Dwight said, "Okay, this is what we're getting. We're getting three hoops, and then we're gonna go out there and get these big ass hoops. I grab these hoops. We go out on this dock. Here's the deal. And good thing I had you, Dwight, because like I never really really did that shit. Before. No, I know absolutely. Here's what we do: fucking saucer these things out, throw these pots out. We spaced them out, three of them." And we waited uh, 30 minutes. Yep. 30 minutes to pull it in. All right, dude. And now it's like, ah, oh, ah, oh, oh. And we see these other gals. <laughs> and they kept on pulling in, like, quickly. But not have nothing in their basket or they had females. Right. You can't keep. Can't keep them. So the first pool I pull in, there's a legal one in there. Oh, my <laughs> God. That set the bar for me right there, Dwight. It did. I was like, oh, man. I wanted to just. <laughs> we end up crowd. I got two. Yep. Absolutely. I got two, guys. And they're nice. And I'll post them <clears throat> up. Uh, they're nice crabs. Oh, yeah. Dungeness crabs, by oh. the way. So we get two. We're hanging out. We're drinking beer, hanging on the dock, having a good time, just bullshitting, bonding. Uh, that's what guys do. I'm right. just, you know, there's nothing to do but just. No phones, just talking, yep. having a good time. Hanging out. And then it gets to the point where we're like, all right, we'll call it, right? Yep. Well, uh, his son Elijah was up there working for like a month or so. Right. And before he left, he had some pots out there, and he had a bunch of crabs saved <laughs> inside his big water tank. Yep. So we took a couple of those out. Literally, guys, when you walk off this dock, up the dock, they have a place. They, they'll steam and clean them for you right there and there. Yep. So Absolutely. I was like, all right. So we sit down and we start feasting <laughs> on these crabs. And that's when your buddy Kelly came. Mm -hmm. And this guy used to own this joint. Yes. And amazing dude, by the way. Yeah, Kelly's a good dude. Oh, way dude. We, I just ate this crab. Like, I sent pictures to my wife. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's so good that you got those crabs. Have, have Dwight make his freaking famous gumbo. <laughs> Because you make badass gumbo. Yeah, so, uh, your wife, absolutely. Oh, she loves that shit. <laughs> he says, wife, wife told me that it was the best gumbo she's ever had. Oh, best. <laughs> oh, yeah. So she tells me, oh, that's awesome. So she doesn't know that we ate them. <laughs> so we eat these fuckers up. And then after that, we decide that we're going to go back to the bay. The bay way. The Bayway Tavern, yes, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we went in there, dude, and all the locals over there. And it's like the local brow that we go to. We go to the high brow over here, right? right. And it kind of had that feeling. All moms and pops, old school, not so dive bar, but it's the dive bar there. Everybody knows Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> and we're hanging out. We drink beers for a couple hours, dude, talking about all these other guys, these other guys. And everybody up there are like, some kind of dairy farmers. They they deal with cows. Everybody deals with a cow over there, right? And or cows are crabbing operations <clears throat> or fishing operations. And Dwight has another buddy up there. He he charters out fishing trips too for salmon. We didn't do that though. I don't even think it was in season, was it? For what? For salmon? Well, I don't think it was even season. Yeah, it was still going on. Oh, but, it was because we yeah. seen those boats, but yes. we didn't do that. We just did no. the crabbing. Didn't have time. And uh. We hung out and we 
we stayed there for a long time knowing that we had to get up in the morning to now drive another six hours to our destination, right? Dude, I can't wait to go back to the place, dude. I can't wait to go back to Wheeler and spend more than a day because I felt that we did four to five days in one day. Well, you know, you're right. And I tell you, uh, the other part after we left, because uh, I got to give this guy a shout out because this is the guy that changed my life of loving that place up there. And that's my boy, Matt Marty. He's a big dairy farmer and all Absolutely. his milk. His, all his milk goes to the oh, we went there for, yeah. We went there after the bar. Yeah, we went, oh, went yeah. there to the bar. After the bar, we went over to Matt's house because I had to, every person I bring up there, I'd tell him, you got to go meet my boy. You got to go meet Matt Marty. Uh, he knows this. He's a great freaking guy, and I want you guys to meet him. He's one of my best friends. So I introduced him to Chad. How was that? Oh, man, dude. Matt, dude, and if you're listening to this, Matt, you're the best, dude. We go... To this guy's freaking dairy farm, by the way. We parked literally by some cows. <laughs> and, of course, Dwight knows the way around because he's been there a million freaking times. We walk back, and here's Matt sitting in this little bar. Dude, that's a nice man cave bar area TV, full-on bar. I mean, yeah. We sit down. We start talking. I'm telling you right now, he made me feel so good. First time meeting me. Right. First time. Yeah. And he acted like he known me for many, many years already. Yep. Just talk. We all hanged up. We're great dude. Great dude. Guy. Guys like full of nod hunter. Yeah. Oh, dude, he had hunting stories. Yep. I mean, we could have went on and I can't wait to go back up there uh just to hang out with that guy some more. Just Absolutely. just to hang out and hear him talk. Because, yeah. like when you don't hear somebody that has knowledge, dude, you know it. You shut up and listen. Yeah. Absolutely. And there's even a time he was like, oh, everything okay? Because you're not talking. I'm like, oh, I'm just listening. I'm taking it all in, dude. He even brought his guns, a couple guns out for Chad oh, to see. One after another. <laughs> Check this out. Check this out. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, these are fucking nice, yeah. dude. Oh. <laughs> That's Matt. Matt. Matt and Joan, him and his wife. His wife just got off work, so she was in the house kind of tired, sleeping. But, yeah, great, great people. The people up there are freaking amazing. Everybody. Yeah. All good vibes, dude. Mm -hmm. So that we wake up in the morning, we get we finally leave because we're like, oh, dude, we need to leave. And by the way, this guy, Matt, dude, he works 14 hours a day. Yeah, he was out there. He had to cut his uh, silage. He was cutting the feed for his uh, for his animals. So, so he's working. Yeah. And, dude, he literally, Slaving. like, even worked all that day yeah. and still wanted to hang out, hang some yeah. beers with us, uh, remember, drink. Remember, he, he tried to pour us some more before yeah. we were like, hey, oh, dude, yeah, we got to yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, he wasn't ready. <laughs> no, <laughs> he was just getting fired <laughs> up. Trust me, brother. Trust me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, I'm already, like, fucking 40, deep, deep, 40 beers deep right now. And I'm not, I'm not drinking. Oh, he had a couple Coors Lights. Yeah. And that's, like, the first beer that I had, like, was just regular. Right. Up there. I, was, I, was, I was drinking all IPAs the whole time. I'm feeling pretty saucy. Yeah, and he, oh. he was pouring me the vodka oh. cranberry, and yeah, I think he poured. I think he poured one vodka cran. I yeah. think he may have poured one, but I'll tell you, trust me, dude. I get with that guy, and all of a sudden it starts getting warmed up, and dude, you'll be there till two or three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit! Man. So we leave finally. We get home. <clears throat> we wake up in the morning, and before we head out, Dwight takes me to this spot in Manzanitas. Yes, to get a scone. Oh yeah, so afraid. I forgot. And it's that. right off the beach, dude. And holy shit, dude, that freaking scone was worth the wait, dude. <laughs> I can see why everybody in town goes to that yeah. and gets a scone because these things were nice. Yeah, they're delicious. Every time I go up there, I grab some. I grab some for the kids. 
you know, and it's just it, 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 the food that 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 place, a little little coffee coffee shop and everything else. And I can't remember the name of that place for those up there, but all you got to do is find that coffee spot in Manzanita Beach, yeah, and you will know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, I want to go back there and paint some houses. Oh, dude, you, oh, you are, the, yeah. All the buildings they yeah. need some love. Mm-hmm. I'm the guy. Mm-hmm. So we get on the road. We finally head. To our destination, another six and a half hours, which is a cool drive because we drove next to the Columbian River all the way. Yes, we did. And oh, yes. as we're driving, trees everywhere look beautiful. And then an hour before we got to our spot to where we're going to meet these guys, boom, it was freaking like no trees, no bushes. I'm like, where the fuck are we hunting, dude? So we meet these guys at this Flying J gas station, right, yep. Dwight? I'm like, yep. hey, you guys hungry? So we follow these guys. We go down. We eat. That's when we met that guy, uh, Kevin Frick, and uh, over there while we're eating, his wife owned that burger joint. Right. And we have our lunch. Had a great time. There. We meet Bob. Bob flies in. Yep. Good old Bob Stewart. Love you, Bob. Love you. Oh, dude. Missed you, Scott. We oh, missed you, yeah, baby. We did. We missed you, Scotty Scott. <laughs> so we eat, and then we take off. That we're going to go to our destination. And then we drive for like another hour. We get to a dirt road. We drive this dirt road. We're driving and driving and driving. No houses, no nothing. And then all of a sudden we come to this guy. His name's Josh. He opens the gate. And I'm telling you, it's not a gate like a high fence. It's uh, a cattle cattle guard guard gate. Yes. Let's us in and we drive up. And there's this 1913 (laughs) bunkhouse that the cowboys used. Shack. (laughs) Freaking shack. And, dude, he said, we're staying here. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> we walk in, and it's fucking nice, right, Dwight? Yeah. It wasn't the best looking, but it was extremely comfortable. And I don't know if we mentioned the, when we did the podcast uh, with Good Pasture and his son, but it was awesome. It was awesome. We had cattle all around us, horses, horses. everything else. <laughs> and it was like, oh, this is cool. This is really, really cool. You know, even a buddy of mine who <clears throat> does the dairy boats, when I talked to him on the phone, because we were going to try to get some crab on the way back home, stopped by, but the weather was too bad. He says, oh, you asked how much we paid for it. And then uh, he says, uh, oh, you guys must be staying in a nice place. And I go, a 1914 place. He goes, oh, you guys are staying in a freaking bunkhouse. I go, yes. <laughs> I go, and it's freaking awesome. And then I tell you what, the accommodations were amazing. What was that dude's name? Uh, Leon, right? Yep. The cook? Le- yeah. Leon, the Russian cook, baby. Woo! <laughs> Boy, did he cook. Could he oh, cook? My oh, my God. This guy cooks, dude. Mm. So we all get into camp. We'll get into the cooking, though. Right. We all we get into camp. We all get situated. We pick our rooms, all that good stuff. We're all jacked up, dude. Like, oh. And I literally said, like, hey, dude, where are we hunting at? And I'm like, oh, no, we just drive up right here. I'm, I look around like, oh, yeah, well, it'd be tough for a bow hunt. Oh, <laughs> impossible. No trees. I mean, if there was a bush, a squirrel yeah. could barely hide behind right. it. I mean, that there's nothing. 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 This guy, Craig, has 16,000 acres, dude. He goes, oh, yeah, we're good. We just go up this way. We find them. I'm like, all right. We all hang out, right? Yep. And then Leon comes in. Oh, no, we, we Leon was already with yeah, us. Yeah, Leon was with yeah. us. And right away, we he's like, oh, what do you guys want to eat? I'll start cooking. Yeah. I'll start cooking. This guy would just 
pump food in you, dude. Like, yes. no worries, dude. None. Mm. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. The lamb he made. Oh, God, yes. get out of here, yeah. dude. This, get out of here. This guy made some lamb chops. Oh, my God. And I was like, he's like, oh, I got lamb. I'm like, oh, you fucking Russians. <laughs> I said, I was like, man, we came on this trip to eat fucking lamb? I'm not a lamb fan. Well, I am now. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> because those lambs, those chops. Amazing. Yeah, dude. Oh, dude. amazing. So, And one of the things that we learn, get them while they're hot. Yes. Yes. Oh, right. Get, get them, them while they're hot. hot. <laughs> Woo! We ate like pigs. Oh, dude, they had so much gidunks and yes. what gidunk, snacks, whatever. But and the food was amazing. They were they, the the accommodations were freaking amazing. The so, guys, the the guys that were that, that that were the guides and the and the owner of the property and dude, just amazing bunch of freaking guys, weren't so, they, Chad? Yes. I mean, just I mean. Sometimes you go up with these guides or you go on a, you know, an outfitter or whatever else and you, you kind of bond with, but these guys, there was a one hell of a bond because Chad knew some of their relatives. <laughs> you did too. Yeah. Way crazy, right? Yeah. So literally like we're operator talking like the first night and I'm like, yeah, I do these ham slams with this guy out there in Paso Robles because they're from originally Paso right. Robles. Right. And I go, yeah, I've been doing these ham slams. And they're like, with who? I go, oh, his name's Chase with CGM. Well, find out. That's the brother-in-law of Craig, the yeah. owner of this property. Yeah, dude. Yes. I'm like, oh, wow, small world, right? That was amazing. That was it was like a that was like a trip. It was like we were all were family all of a sudden yeah. again. Yeah. And then you knew uh, Leon's guy. Yeah. The, oh, dude, knew and, that guy. And then then uh, my old supervisor, her uh, family lived up there, and so I texted her and said, hey, "Who's your family?" To and I told them they're like. Oh yeah, we know that family. We know that. I'm like, oh my god! And I text my friend and said, "Listen, you know what? I'm sitting here with it. Tell your sister da 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 da, da about these guys." And they're like, oh, everybody knows everybody. It's like, geez, dude, what the hell? Super you know? awesome. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I was small world. So right, we, yeah, absolutely small world. So we get up in the morning. It's game time. On baby, woo! So good pastor and his son. They were gonna. They missed the first morning hunt because they're gonna fly in because big old Bo out there, big old freaking football stud. Yes. And pastor, he's a big time coach too. So yeah. they're gonna fly up after their football game Saturday morning. We go out Saturday morning. We all get up. We're all hanging out, and me, Dwight, and Bob. We're all standing next to the Craig and Josh, and they said, "Who's shooting first? I'm like, I don't care. Well, Bob and Dwight said, Chad, you go first. All right. So me and Dwight, we jump in one car. Bob jumps in another car. Yep. And we we go out with Josh, and Bob goes out with Ian. Both phenomenal guides. Phenomenal. So we drive up on this ridge, and we get out, and we... He sees some deer. We see some bucks, and we start... Remember, we started walking by that water tank? Yeah. And we get to this water tank, and we're looking, and it's a nice buck. Huge. Oh, dude. Huge. Nice. So we're waiting, and we're waiting, and they're fucking feeding down in this valley, dude. And he's like, we got to wait for them to go down this valley to make a sneak because there's no trees, no bushes. You're not just walking up on these deer. No cover, baby. Oh, dude. And, None. And I'm telling you, when we're seeing them, we're seeing them from far away. Yes. Oh, they weren't like, oh, 200 yards. No. no. They're fucking far away. <laughs> we snuck up, and we're like, I think we're 600 yards, yeah. <clears throat> and we're watching these two big bucks. <clears throat> well, 
we see them they we see them walk in this valley dude and they bed down and when they bed down that's when we backtrack and we're gonna do a circle and we're gonna like make a play and i'm like all right this is it dude this is it we back out we turn around we start walking we get closer and closer and closer now we already know like oh dude that buck pops up we're like 300 and some yards because we kept on ranging the ridge where we were at and then we were ranging where they went in. So we already knew that we were between three to 400 from them. We start getting closer and then we got busted by another doe. Another doe saw us, probably blue, who knows, but they start going up the hill. Next thing you know, we literally were seeing like six deer. All of a sudden it was like 30. <laughs> They all run up and they all like go up and over this hill and it was like oh, and I was like oh dude it's uh, that's it dude and uh, we're not that's it and they went over this ridge I'm thinking that oh let's run over this ridge and then we'll catch them and then we'll shoot them well then that's when Josh said nope let's just let them be they don't know anything we're truly going on they didn't know what's up just let them hang out we'll go look at this other area and then if nothing pans out we'll come over here because. The side, the cliff that they went over, it's all rocks and cliffs and shit. And he said, dude, we'll find them over there later, but let's just go back to another area. All right. So we get and we start going to this other area, dude. And then we look over and we see two bomber bucks. Holy shit. And they're bedding in the middle of this field. And I'm like, fuck, let's go after them, dude. Let's do this. Let's do this. And we get close and we just watch them and watch them. He then says, all right, let's head this back out. They're bedded. Let's back out. Let's go get some lunch. Because by now, this is already like 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. He goes, dude, we're not going to approach them, dude. Let's, let's just get back, go have lunch, and we'll come back, and we'll park different, and then we'll walk down this little truck trail. All right. And we do that, right? We go back, hang out. Anticipation, we eat some lunch. And then we roll back out, dude. And when we went back out, we start. We went right to that spot. And we start glassing, glassing, glassing. Well, those bucks that were bedded in that middle of the field, they had got up. And they, we found them, though. Yeah, we did. And they were down, like, a couple hundred yards. Oh, yeah. So he's like, oh, dude, we can make this play. We just got to wait for these deer to move out. When these deer move out, because there are so many different sets of deer that – you just can't go to the third set without scaring the first, first two set. sets. So you had to like play those first two sets. It was like chess. Yes, they you there because they were on because those deer were on their game. Oh, they know. <laughs> so they're on their game. So man. we sneak down. We get down, <laughs> and we see the two bucks, and they were five hundred yards. Remember, we got five hundred yards, and the the scope the gun that my buddy Cam loaned me is sighted to seven hundred. So I'm yeah. like, oh, dude, I and I even told the guy, dude, I want to be 400 or closer. Yeah, because I'm not a rifle hunter. Neither one of us are. So we waited. The deers got up and they walked to us, and when they walked to us, it was a monster buck, dude. Oh my god, he was a, oh, a I, beast. I, yeah, he was a beast, but he was skylined, yeah. and we couldn't see the backdrop. And there was a city, not there was a city they said that was far, and you know, the bullet could travel. Yeah. If you miss, if you, it, yes. it's going to keep going. Yeah. 
Because yeah, he said, you, we, we don't know what the backstop is. We don't have a good backstop to and, stop that bullet if you miss or anything. And at this point, he's 409 yards. And I'm like, oh, dude, oh, my God, I want to shoot. I want to shoot. Yeah. Oh, he's a big buck. Oh, my God, he's a big he's a yeah. big buck. Oh, oh, my God, he's a big buck. And then we look, and Josh said, oh, my gosh. Less horns, but bigger watt width right. and bigger girth yeah. on this horn. So the buck that were originally seen, he was probably a four by five. Definitely four on each side, but we thought there was five on one side. But he was skyline. Okay. Then we looked down, and then walking to these two bucks was a three by three. Big as fuck. I mean, he was wide. I mean, he would. Oh, we saw plenty of deer, and he just didn't walk all the way up. Yeah, I, he stayed out at like five fifty, yep. and he just like oh. So now it's getting to the point where it's going to be dark. So we made the decision to back out and we head out. Well, when we get back, Big Bob, he got one. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> First day, baby. Oh, he shoots a nice one. Yes, he okay, did. Okay, that was great. Yeah, it was. And I'm not going to tell too much of that story. because nope, we're let gonna, him tell his yeah. story. Absolutely, baby. I'm not going to ruin his because mm-hmm. we're going to have him on too. Part three, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a part here. Absolutely. <laughs> so we go back. We're hanging out. We're celebrating, Bob's. We're drinking, having a good time. Oh yeah, we wake up the next morning. And, sir, and second of all, Bob doesn't leave. Bob's a big businessman down in Texas, and he's got this thing he has to leave. After he has to go do in Vermont, and the thing is, is that he says, "Hey, look, you know what? Yeah, I shot mine, but I'm going out to help you guys find yours." Yes. Yes. And he, because he was with Good Pasture and his son, because Good Pasture shows up that next day. Nice. But they yeah. come to that night, yeah. but they go out that next day. But Bob was just a, uh, he was a trooper. He maintained to stay with us and help us find ours and hook ours up and hook everybody else up. He wasn't the guy who goes, okay, I got mine. I'm leaving. I could change my airplane to Or get sleep in. in. Yeah. Or whatever. No. Yeah. He's like, no, mm. I'm here. I'm going to go help I, extra eyes. You're right. Absolutely. So thanks, Bob. Thanks for being yeah, there. Bob. Thanks for being a trooper and hanging out with us. Because just even after you got yours, it was good just to hang out with you. Yeah, again. we love you, Bob. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, Bobby. Yeah. He, yeah. That guy's a mentor, too. Right. Isn't I you mean, know? Book of knowledge. Yeah. He gave me some lessons uh, work-wise when we were hanging out at nighttime. I mean, right. this guy's he's a mentor. Yeah, he is. I mean, he told Big me. Heart. And you know the thing is, he told me anytime I need to call him, he'll help me out. Oh, dude. Like. Yeah, his, yeah. And, and whatever words of wisdom he has, he does have all these freaking Texas <laughs> quotes. He always says they're funny as fuck. But when it came down to business, yeah, yeah. listen. Mm-hmm. So we go out, we get up the next morning, and I'm like, all right. So we find these deer, and I tell Dwight, you go. Dwight's like, no. <laughs> you didn't pull a trigger yet. Exactly. And I'm like, oh, dude, I had my chance yesterday. Now it's yours. We're, we're back. I mean, I wanted to do that because it's only a four-day hunt. Right. So we go out that next morning, and we we don't really we see some deer, but they're all oh we oh no we see some deer we're making a move, and then the neighboring property that guy with his quad drives all the way up spooks these deer. Yeah. I'm like, dude, we just like stalked in on these deer for like forty minutes, slowly crawling, walking. I mean, because yes. there's no bushes, no trees, so we had to make a slow play. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And uh, we did. We get in a position where, like, oh, I think we're going to get it. 
And then all of a sudden, these guys dry their quads up. And then a couple minutes later, you hear them shooting like a freaking Vietnam on their side. Deers are running everywhere. And that was the morning hunt. They uh, they go down this canyon. We drive back thinking we're going to go down this canyon. Remember, we hiked that big yep. canyon down. Yep. Well, we hit this ravine down, and we're going to sneak up to them. Well, they beat us to the they they beat, beat us down to, to the deal. they beat us down to the Y yeah. first, and they yeah. skedaddled. When we were leaving Dwight, I was like, I was like, dude, I felt a little depleted. A little yeah, bit. we both did. I'm like, dude, he in my mind is all right. Then you start you start kind of questioning your guides a little bit, right? You a do, little bit. You do. I mean, that's yeah. just the way it is. Because um, you know, like, I, I had different ideas right. I want to do, but I'm going to go with their ideas. And, right. and, and that's how it went. Right. That didn't play off that morning. And now as we're walking back, I'm literally thinking, because it, it was a hike. Right. It wasn't like, oh, we hiked. Right. We put some miles on. Yeah, we did. When we hiked back up, I was thinking in my mind was like, fuck, dude. Here's Dwight not giving him the opportunity he's given it to me again right. and now here it is it didn't plan out but it wasn't your fault but no i but i'm just thinking time right. okay dude how many more chances are we gonna get i mean dude like now we're a day and a half right oh i'm a little worried <laughs> oh shit this is tough hard hunting yeah. i mean and you know i i thought it, it, it wasn't like it was hard hunting meaning physical it was just hard hunting, trying to get into position. Yes, yes, because yeah. it was because it wasn't that bad of a hike or a walk or whatever we had to do. It was just that you put in that time, and it's just like man, you didn't know, pay you, off you, again. Yeah, didn't pay, pay off, off again. Yeah. Didn't pay off again. Man. And when we were going up there, I really thought like, oh, rifle hunting. <laughs> put up my gun. Put it in the scope. Yeah. Done. Right. Right. No. Fuck that. No, dude. No. This was tough rifle hunting. Yeah. yeah, this is like almost like probably antelope hunting. I mean, it was tough. Yeah. So we hike back out, and then we're going to go out that evening. We're going back out that evening. The white said the same game plan. You're up first still. Uh, I'm going to hold off to whatever you shoot first. That's the deal. So we start driving up, and fucking eagle-eyed Craig, dude, he's like, stop right here. I'm going to look down this valley because I usually see some things down this valley. And I'm like, all right, well, this is like, Four, four in the afternoon, yeah. some of that, four in the afternoon. Yeah. He goes, and we're sitting in the truck, and I'm looking to the right, glassing, glassing, glassing. And I, I keep looking over at Craig. Right. And then he disappears because he jumped right. down that little valley. Right. Next thing he comes back, and he goes, he points his hand up for everybody looking. I'm, put, I'm putting my hands up the side of my head like rack. Right. And he yeah. goes, dude, there's a deer down there. And I was like, good one? He goes, dude, it's a good one. I go, well, let's go see it. So we pull out the spotting scope now because he only had his binoculars. Right. Now we got the spotting scope. And that was, this is the coolest thing that these guys did. They put the spotter on and like, let you look at it too. Oh, yes. And then I looked in it. I put my eye in that fucking thing. And I was like, oh, he's a nice buck. Yeah. Real nice. He was. And he's in the middle of this valley, dude. Middle of nowhere. Little, that little creek. Yeah. The creek. A little, like, little creek thing down, down in the valley. Yeah, down in yeah. his Oh, dude. And he was at the very wedge of it. At yeah. the bottom. Yep. And he was looking the opposite way. Mm -hmm. So we fucking drove past it. And then we got out of the truck. And then we did a whole big loop around this whole huge <laughs> mountain, dude. And we're walking and then we're walking and we're walking. Now we're inclined. And as we're coming down this ridge, you can see the other ridge. Right. So you would know if he busted out. Right. 
when we started going down, I started hitting up Craig. Hey, dude, what's the range? What's the range? Because I had to keep adjusting, you know, Cam's rifle. Right, he, right. he had this MOD, the whatever they call it, the juice. Right, right. <laughs> and he was telling me what yards it was. So I moved that scope. So if he jumped out, I'm in it. We got down to 300. I put the scope to like, okay, this is a 300. I'm reading the the, the dope chart he has on this right. little scope, dude. That's what they call it, dope chart. <laughs> I'm looking at the dope chart. I'm like, okay, this is it. I, so I even text him up in the morning like, hey, dude, how good is this rifle sight? He's like, Chad, I'm telling you right now, 700 yards. All right. <laughs> can I, can I, I told him like, oh, dude, I've been like 500, 500 yards. And he was like, oh, dude, no. Don't fucking pass again. <laughs> He tells me I better get a text saying one down. <laughs> now, as we're walking down, and I know we're 300 yards, right. and he never came out. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm going to get a shot off it. Now, I know for sure I'm getting a shot. Right. Then we get down. We don't see him. We start declining more. And I tell Craig, hey, how many yards are we from that bottom of that bottom of that ridge? He goes, 200. Well, that's when I sat back on the side of the hill and let you guys go down. I said, if I, and I wish I would have been down there with you, but at the same time, I've understood before in the past that, you know, maybe better just the, the least amount of people that go. So I sat, just sat back on the hill and I could see you. Right. I see when you got set up. I saw <laughs> you and Craig. Dude, we start. I couldn't see the deer, but I could see you. And so Josh <laughs> is just to the right of us and then he looks and he goes right there. He like, he gets his finger and he points. Right there. Craig's like, he's right there. And I go, dude, I don't see him. I don't see him. <laughs> he, he's right there at the bottom. I go, I don't see him. I go, what rock? And he's like pointing at a rock. I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm looking, I'm looking. And all of a sudden, he comes up out of this fucking hill to on our hill. Right. We're 150 yards now. Right. I see him. And I'm like, yeah, but at this time, I already put the dope chart back down to regular how it needs to be, up to 200. Right. I'm like, oh, so I when we got under 300, I went right back down. So, like, oh, I'm getting a shot off, Yes, even if I miss. Right, <laughs> okay. exactly. So we get down a little lower, 150. I'm, now, at this point, when Craig sees him, he's like, oh, he already put the sticks up. I have the gun in, <laughs> I have the, gun in the stick rest, but I don't see him. When I finally see him, I'm like, oh, there he is. I put up the scope, and I look. I don't remember really looking at the horns because they said it's a good one. Right. Okay? Right. And my whole thing is, dude, we've been chasing two tanks. Oh, yeah. And they already I knew, like, I didn't want to settle for a, a smaller right. one. I'm like, right. dude, like, we were on them. Right. Okay? We've seen four awesome bucks, but we were on two tanks like right. no other. Right. I didn't even look at the rack. I'm like, he said it's good. I fucking seen the deer. I seen the horns. Didn't really, like, focus on the horns. I put the scope, and then I turned the zoom up, dude. Boom! This thing folded over, guys. <laughs> he folded over. I jack another one because I'm waiting for him to come out of the because the six five Creedmoor. You know what I mean? Right. I, you I, you know about the six five Creedmoor? Oh my <laughs> god! I'm I jack another one. He's going to come. I, I see him fold. Right. I'm thinking he's going to run up the other side of this hill. Right. And I'm going to fucking lay him out again, yes, right? Yes. Put another round in him. He never came out. I'm like, oh, he's down in there. We then we'll wait like two minutes. <laughs> it might have been five minutes, but we start walking down and 
he was there. Yeah, I walked right down with you oh guys. Oh, my gosh. When, guys, when I walked down and seen this buck, I just, oh, I was like, dude, Dwight, this is. A, I was there with you, baby. I know. Huh? I this, was there. This is a buck, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, my God. We get down to that buck, dude. A beast. Oh. I I had to hold the tears in. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, this, thank you, Lord. This yeah. is like, yeah. <laughs> we dragged up the, the, the buck a couple yards so we could take some pictures. Yep. And then we waited for the whole Ian butcher guy come down. The man. Yeah, Ian. He's Ian. like, oh, yeah. The man, dude. The man. Because cause I'm like, oh, because Bob's deer and Good Pastures deer, they were able to drive right up to the side-by-side -side yep. and get the deer out. Well, where we were at, it was called pack out. Yeah. There were, this is literally the whack and pack them. Yeah, it was. We had to whack them, like I did, yep. and we had to pack them. And you packed them. <laughs> yep. So we get them Good out, pictures. we take some pictures, and then while Ian came down, he started caving, and I actually went down back to the spot, and uh, I put, I took a little, I took a piece of my brother's shirt. Nice. And I tied it around the rock. Down in that that didn't valley. That. That's why I went down and by myself down over there. And I, I didn't, I didn't, that's awesome, dude. And I said, "Hey, thanks, Keith. I know you and Dad are here." And yeah, you know. But I tell you what, he, Chad's got to tell you the story about that shirt, though. I mean, I you got to tell you the story because you, you listeners don't know. He this is a certain part of Chad that I've known that I've that I've gotten to know and and to know that much of even though he's all tatted up, he has a freaking heart as as big as as big as his son. And when he told me this story, it was very emotional for me also. So go ahead, tell me the story of what that shirt meant, Chad. So this shirt was actually the shirt that my brother used when he went hunting. And then when my brother passed away at a very young age, I literally wore that shirt under any shirt I had for many, many every hunt. Right. Every hunt. I mean, I don't right. care if it was local, out of the country. I remember in Africa. Yeah, that was the shirt I wore. Well, now it got to the point where... It's too holy and mothy, and there's holes everywhere. Because, I mean, you've seen it. Yes, I was wearing yeah, with holes. Yeah. You I, remember the ladies in Africa fixed so the freight? So oh, did oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. Because so, he, was, he was afraid of that shirt. When they washed it, he thought it was going to get destroyed. And these ladies in Africa, the people who were there, sewed it all up for him, made it even, so it even fit better on him. And lasted a little longer. Yeah. Because yes. it was falling apart. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's a shirt I would have that my wife wouldn't want. Right. It's like, yeah, I was afraid of, oh, it's, it's going to, yeah. yeah. Well, it's at the point where now it's falling apart. Right. So now what I decided to do, I cut little strips off each of the shirt. Right. And every stand I'm sitting, every tree or whatever, or if I get a harvest, right. I put a piece there. That's cool. Yeah, just a real remembrance, you know yeah, what I mean? He's with you every time. Yeah. That's it's, awesome. Uh, That's awesome, bro. So it's we awesome. get that deer all freaking quartered out. And packed out. When we pack out, we get to the truck, drive out. Bob and freaking Pat, they waited on top of the hill in the dark for an hour waiting for us, dude. Oh, dude, yeah. We get back to the truck. And first thing was Bo, little Bo, like, let me see your deer. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, gave me the high five. Little, yes. you know, almost chest bump, little man. Yes. And that was a great feeling. And then we go back to camp. And we had to drive back to camp, and then we parted it up, Absolutely. had a great time, right, dude? Awesome. Oh, dude, it's awesome. like, now I'm thinking, like, dude, three deer are down. Oh, yeah. And I'm the only fool that yeah. hasn't got one yet. It, well, because Dwight didn't even really, like, pull out the gun. Nope. 
Because he is, even the one time, like you said, one time Chad goes, okay, you can shoot now. I go, no. And he, he looked at me like, I'm, you pump, but you go shoot. I go, shut up. Fool, it's your turn. You get to shoot first. So when we seen that bug, I said, you go shoot this yeah. one. And he's like, no. Nope. You, right. you didn't shoot, so go take care of it. And we Make did. Care. I got lucky this time. Oh, and, he's awesome. a, and he's a nice buck. Yeah, oh, beautiful. Oh, my God. You've dude. seen the pictures on IG. Yeah. Amazing. Great, Amazing. Great buck. We pack them out. We get out, dude. We go back to camp. Eat a, that's when we had the lamb. Yep. Oh, we had a great meal. Oh, it was great. Yep. Then next morning, we all get up one more time. Yep. Because day three, everybody goes out and looks for Dwight now. Yeah. Right, Dwight? Absolutely. Freaking and then amazing. you tell him, Dwight. Dude, I tell you, we started off over on the other side and we're looking, not really seeing anything. And then. We went to the tank first. Yeah, went to the tank because I kept telling them, hey, let's go back to the tank because that's where we saw those beasts the first day, right? It was like, why aren't we going back over there? We know they keep coming back over there. Let's just go. And they're, they say, okay, let's go. We went back over there, didn't see much of anything, and good old Ian gives a phone call, and he says, there's a nice one over here in this certain field, this certain area, and... Whoa, 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 whoa. Rewind. What happened? I can't remember every day. Oh, you don't remember? Like, we stalked. You were crawling. We went out to that edge of that field. We seen that big buck. Oh, yeah. And he was nice. Right. And then that's when John, and I'm telling you guys, we walked and then crawled. I'm I'm videoing it. I'm right. right behind Dwight. And Dwight's a big motherfucker. <laughs> so when he had to hit the ground and like crawl, it's like, <laughs> it's like a bear. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like, oh my God, there's a bear coming over this. Thank fucking God, hill. thank God, there was no bear season. I probably <laughs> got my ass freaking shot by somebody else that was out there, someone on a different property or something. Oh yeah, because like you're a big dude. Yeah, it's like, why are we dropping down? Because like there's no cover, so we crawled out. Never when we watched that buck for a while, and then yeah, that's right. That's when Josh said, "We can find better." Yeah, and that's that, right. And I that's was right. like, "Damn right," because dude, let's go back to where we seen those. Three bucks, but two oh, yeah. of those big bucks. Let's yeah. go. I'm thinking we got to go back there. Yeah. That's where the bucks are at. And I mean, we did go back there, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. yeah we, 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 we went back there, but didn't see much of anything, right? right? Yeah. No, no, no real play. We drove along the property line, the fence, and came back and everything else. And that's, that's when, when Ian. that's when Ian called and says, hey, there's a nice one over in this certain area. Right. So <clears throat> Craig and Josh, they we get, we get to that area and they spot it and everything else. And I, don't see it. I really don't see it, but they're like, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. Well, we looked with a spotter. Right. And then when I looked in, I was like, oh, that's a nice buck. Yeah. And, and he was right in the middle of like 12 does. Yeah, see, but my thing is, I didn't even see it. I didn't see it, bro. I didn't I didn't look through the spotting scope. It was like, come on, let's go, right? So we make this long loop. The wind was in our favor. I mean, 100%. So we make this big loop around, and we come back around, and we come up towards them. And then we were about 100 yards or so, belly crawl again. <laughs> so, and it was a big loop. Right. It was a big loop, 100%. And at first, when we get to our spot and uh, Josh and I belly crawl up onto this mound. And at this point, me and Craig stopped. Stop, right. And we were watching. Yeah. Because all four of us can't go. Right. Absolutely. And so we get to this mound. And now the area that I'm thinking there was a little brown patch and I thought they were in this little straw patch or where it was sitting over there, but they weren't there. Okay. So we get up on, get up on the mound 
and get the rifle set up and everything. And I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm like, and Josh goes, do you see him? Do you see him? I go, no, bro. No. And then he goes, I go, then I told him that the grass that was there was in the way. So we scooted up even far further up the mound by another five yards to get on top of the mound. And he's asked, do you see him? I said, no, I can't see him. I go, he goes, where are I go, aren't they over there by that little brow patch? He goes, no, over there to the left. And I go, oh, fuck, there they are. <laughs> <laughs> and, they were, and they were sitting there. Like you said, that one, that buck was sitting there with like with 10 does or whatever else, right? And it's so crazy. And I've told the story to some of the guys at the, at the gym that wanted to hear the story and everything else. Even though the wind was in our favor, those buck, those deer knew something was going on. Somewhere, somehow, we disturbed the atmosphere. Because you're 250 yards. Yeah, right? And, and, and all of a sudden, they start standing up. The does are standing, like, looking around, but they can't smell us. Because why? Because we got the wind in our favor. So I get on the, the buck, and I'm sitting there on the buck, and I say, okay, uh, Josh tells me the distance and everything else. 250, 250, 250, okay. And there was a point where I thought I had a shot. He goes, no, 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 not yet. He goes, one, he was nervous about the bullet going through or or hitting the dough or whatever else. And I had a shot. He was kind of cornered away from me, but I thought I had a shot. He goes, no, 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 not yet, not yet. So they're all up, and the buck really doesn't know what's going on. Dial that damn beautiful scope in to 250. That's the same magical scope that you got, right? Oh, that Leopold. <laughs> that thing is amazing. That is amazing. I mean, you know, back in the old days, dudes were saying he had to adjust their sight, basically raise the gun yes. up a certain way and everything else to adjust for the distance. And I tell you, I, I don't have a rifle, but I tell you what, if I get one, I'm getting one of those freaking scopes, bro. Oh, with a magical. Oh, yeah. Magical freaking scopes. So anyway. I got I'm on that I'm on that on that buck and he looks nice and then I have another shot and Josh goes if you got a shot go ahead and take him and like I said okay I've never shot a rifle in my life to shoot a deer or any big game animal at all this is my first time I am talking to myself the entire time like just squeeze the freaking trigger. Let it come back. Let the gun freaking scare you. Don't even know that the gun's going to go off. Just keep just squeeze and stay on it. Stay on it and just squeeze. Don't get excited. I'm sitting there thinking to myself, if I miss this thing, <laughs> I got my boy behind me who's going to talk shit. And I got three other people, including the kid. That's going to clown my ass. And plus the two dudes that are with us, they're going to clown me. Oh, my gosh. The shot came. I was on him. I squeezed. Pow! And the gun pretty much scared me. And at the same time, I was making sure, ensuring the fact that I wasn't going to get scoped because that would have been another talk. Because, you know, oh, yeah. in one of our first podcasts, he had homeboy there that got scoped. Oh, Nacho. <laughs> oh, Nacho. <Yeah. laughs> All so, scoping. Yeah. So I didn't want to be that guy because I know how bad they get clowned. But anyway, I hit, I hit that, hit, squeeze that trigger, and boom. 
And I tell you what, you archery hunters, you know that you get a smack when you hit an animal. I have never in my life heard a smack as loud as this one when I, after I hit I animal. heard it too. Right? That yes. thing, was it not, was it crazy? Yes. And it echoed. It was, I mean, and just loud. And all of a sudden, I looked at that, looked at that buck. The doe started running off, and he started walking towards my left. And then all of a sudden, he starts walking towards us. He's kind of staggering a little bit, wobbling, you know. And then all of a sudden, Josh goes, "Put another one in him. Put another one in him." And he then he turned to the right, and all of a sudden, he just collapsed. Done. And I was like, oh, my God, what a freaking shot. What a great time. We walked up to that buck, and I was like, wow. Well, when you I, shot, dude, Dwight, I'm behind you. Right. I heard the smack, too. Yeah. And when that, I heard you, <laughs> I jumped up with my binoculars right away because I was like, oh, he hit it. And Craig was like, yeah. And when that's when we, we saw it, I was like, oh, dude, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, I tell you what. That was amazing when he dropped. And, brother, I tell you, I know I didn't, like, jump all over the deer because I was just so I – was, I was just proud of the fact that I was able to use a rifle and get him. When we walked up to him, he was a beautiful animal. Thank God for him. Thank for God for, you know, allowing us to sacrifice one of his animals for our pleasure and also for our food. And it was just great to be shooting an animal again while you were there sharing that moment with me. I tell you what. Awesome time. Awesome oh, time. It doesn't get no better. Mm -mm. Oh, mm -mm. dude, it was a great trip. Yeah. Great. Every, we all got one, obviously. Oh, yeah. And what was it? I had five points on one and four and the yeah. other or something like and, that. And, and they already had a name for him. They yeah. called him the Duck Buck. Yeah. He had, one horn was a duck feet. feet yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, oh that's Duckfoot. Oh, you got a name for it? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, we already seen him before. Oh, yeah, yeah the old Duckfoot. Oh, oh, yeah. Dude, great, great time. You know what? We, like, and I think I talked about it before. We took the... Took the deer back over to the back to the shack where they're getting ready to clean them and everything else, and they're moving some other of the other meat that they had hanging. And I tell you that uh, Bo, great kid, and I say, good pastor, you're doing a wonderful job raising that kid, and very respectful. And that kid came walking over later on. And he just came over to me and said, "Hey, you know, uh, Miley, can I could take a picture with you with your buck." And I was like, "Wow." Very, very impressed, and I tell you what, that was, it was, that was an honor. It was an honor to be out there hunting and enjoying life, but at the same time, sharing it with the kid. No, you know, sharing that with you, sharing it with the kids, sharing it with good, sharing it with everybody. Bob, everybody. It was just amazing, amazing time, brother. Oh. And I hope to God that we get invited again. You know, because I want to go back. Me too. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm, I'm a believer. Yeah. Absolutely. Me too. Great yeah. trip. Oh, yeah. awesome times. Awesome people. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Dude, I'm telling you. Folks, I tell you, get out there. You know, it's funny because uh, Chad already got hit up because he put those, put those pictures on IG and some of his boys are like, can I go with you guys next? <laughs> yep. Oh, hands down. They want to do it. Oh, yeah. dude. I was like, oh, I mean, I'm, I got lucky. Yeah, we got lucky. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. We got lucky. And uh, uh, we're going first. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Whatever spots will come open. Uh, sorry, we're, we're, we're taking those spots 100%, brother. Just tells you to put in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, what a great trip, right, Dwight? Great time. Oh, dude. Great memories. Oh, 
Great, so, great freaking memory. What a great cast this yeah. one is, too. Oh, I just God. like sometimes just us sitting there, you know, chewing it up, dude, yep. talking about it. This was a good one. Everyone's already asking about hearing it, and now it is. Yeah, you yeah. guys all heard it. You guys mm-hmm. will hear part three because we still got Big Bob, Bob. Stewart. Yes, Bob Stewart, yes. You got to hear his hunt and everything else and some of the things that he does. And he's not just a, he's not just a hunter. He's a big time, big game fisherman that he competes. So him and his beautiful wife. Yeah, oh, and, yeah. yeah. And I tell you what, you guys are gonna you guys are gonna love Bob. You're gonna love Bob. And you guys are gonna be trying to hit him up. But oh man, I tell you, find some friends, find some loyal friends, find some friends that want to go hunt. Because I tell you what, it sure as hell makes a difference in a, in a camp. Oh, yeah. It makes a difference yep. in the camp. And Absolutely. I, and I tell you what, I, we've been blessed. With meeting Bob and Scott on one hunt, and they've been on two hunts with us already. And more to come. Yeah. More, more to, to come. Because that guy's amazing. Yeah, oh, just, dude. Oh. Yeah. Down you. Yeah. I'm glad everybody. Uh, hey, so I think we could probably end it up right there, huh? Absolutely. Hey, everybody. I'm glad you guys are following along. Thanks for your support. Thanks for checking out the Whack'em and Pack'em podcast. We appreciate you guys. Keep those freaking harvest pictures coming in. Keep yeah. tagging us, dude. Oh. Send us what you got. Send yeah. us what you got. Because you know what? We like Chad says, we want to he wants to sit out there and give you a little shout out because the fact of the matter is you're out there. You're out there hunting. You're out there hustling. Yeah. Trying to get things because that's what you enjoy. It's what God's gift that he's given us to enjoy. So we want to share that with our listeners and and give you that shout. And I appreciate it too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And make sure you guys go check out Gator Outdoors, Mountain Bound Hunt Code, Last Lights, and Wild Edge. Dude, get that saddle, baby. And you know what? I can't wait for to see some videos of you guys saying, Oh, and pack them. Thanks, hey, everybody. Hey, yeah. And don't forget one thing. Hey, get your friends to listen to us. Get your yeah. friends out there. Hey, you know when you need some stickers, hit up Chad. Chad, we'll send you some. Yeah, yeah I'm telling I'll you. I'll mail them out to exactly. you. I'll say them, tell them follow along. Absolutely. This is just a fun podcast. It is fun. Yeah, I'm telling you. And our guests are fun. Yeah. And every Monday, you will hear the Ebony and Ivory every Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate everybody for following along. Yes. Uh, the support, the love, everything, the good comments. Oh, thanks, everybody. Yeah. Woo. See you next week. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Oh, man, oh, my. I almost forgot to talk about Gator Outdoors. Yeah, Dwayne, oh, Dwayne, I just got like, I got so excited. I got all the uh, intros that we were doing and everything else. I was like, got excited. I forgot to really like break down Gator Outdoors, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody out there, make sure you guys check out Gator Outdoors, okay? These guys, oh, wait, he got it going on. It's a freaking family in-house deal also. I mean, he got it going on. He got the 2023 kill hats going on. He got the youth for kids. Youth? Yeah, kids. Youth, kids. Yeah, King's Camo and Wimmo's bundle baby i think uh also they have men's uh also for king's camo yeah check out their website dude 
Wade has it going on. It's in-house, family-owned. Yeah, what else can you say? <laughs> Check out Wade, my man over there, Gator Outdoors, dude. Go on his website. Check it out. Get some apparel. Ooh, yes. And just tell him the whack him and pack him sent you. Woo! Thanks, everybody. I'm so sorry I forgot to have the gator at the beginning of the intro, but I got him no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Check out Gator Outdoors. Ooh. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. I'll see you next week. Woo-hoo-hoo. Yeah.